0: Like, yeah, no, action news, And now your host, Mike Lutheran. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally gonna use that too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At the Diner, the flagship podcast of the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am not only a host, I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. Lots of great content as far as the written stuff, as far as the audio stuff. We've got lots of great podcasts. Uh, We actually even have radio plays as well. Uh, Miss Mariah Beachboard directed a play that we did, or as we like to call them, playcasts. It's called Hitchhiker. I was involved. Um, Mr. James Rambo was involved as well. You guys should check it out. It is good stuff. On tonight's podcast, we have the second installment of our MCU recap. Uh, We're going to be finishing up phase one. Phase one, uh, if you remember the last episode we had, we did Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk. We're going to be talking about Iron Man 2. We're going to be talking about Thor. We're going to be talking about Captain America joining us for this podcast as always i've got uh mr co-host himself but also the biggest draw on the website right now his name is mc brooks just famous on the internet hey you know what it's a start man um we've also got uh a talented visual artist in his own right but also a talented member when it comes to the gift of gab uh we've dubbed him the professor because of his knowledge of all things comic and movie and media all of those wonderful things. His name is James Rambo. Uh, hi, hi. We also have joining us once again a member of the GGR family. Uh, I used to call her a walking pop culture reference because this girl knows a little bit about everything when it comes to movies, music, video games. I mean, you name it. Uh, she is just an incredibly bright person. She's fun to talk to. And that's why we have her on this episode. Plus... She just started watching all the MCU movies, so this is going to be a really, really interesting conversation we have. Her name is Jay Dilla. Hello. Hello, and welcome back, Miss Jay Dilla. Let's jump right in. So, chronologically speaking in these movies, Iron Man 2 was the first one that came out. Um, because, I mean, it was all based on the fact that the first Iron Man was just a smash success. Yeah. And... I'll start off like real quick and then I want to hear what you guys thought of this movie too. I I watched it last night and I know it catches some flack for like some some lacking story issues um, that like the main villain was not really like really fleshed out that well. um, But like I'm not going to say that I didn't see it. I saw what people were saying and I see where there were some issues with it. But overall, I just I really enjoyed the movie. I I wish that – I wish we had actually gotten a name for the um, the new element that he created in order to save his own life. Um, I found out that the novelization of, of Iron Man 2, uh, the thing he invented, the thing he created, was Vibranium. Um what? But they ended up retconning that because they were like, well, that's stupid. Why would he create Vibranium? It already exists.
0: Right. Yeah, I don't like that shit at all.
3: Yeah. So I mean it makes sense that they were like in the novelization well, they they said that and then they went back and changed it. Well,
1: wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it explained I don't remember when. Maybe it was it was in Black Panther because it was believed that vibranium was just like very rare. Yeah. So I, like I, I could I could see it being like a big deal if if that was a story that they went through. Because it, it was like a big thing that vibranium was like this ultra rare thing that you know very few people were able to get their hands on.
3: Yeah, I mean, and like if he were to, if he were able to synthesize it, that'd be one thing. But to, for for Jarvis to say congratulations, you've created a new element, right? Yeah, like, yeah. What, and it got retconned quick because it got retconned in Captain America: the First Avenger. So it was only like what two years, I think, difference between um, Iron Man Two and Captain America. So, like, they fixed that quickly. And I think that, that they didn't even do it in the movie because he doesn't even name it in the movie. In the movie, he doesn't even say what the – he's like, congratulations, you've created a new element. And then we never find out what they call it. I'm assuming it was right. something like Tony Starkium or some shit like that. But, like <laughs> – but, yeah. Like, I yeah, again, I, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. Um, there's parts of it that I really, really like. I love that basically because of a, a uh, an old film strip. Of his father explaining, like, look, I have this idea and it limits me in the things that I can do with the technology of the time. Honestly, the greatest creation I've ever made is you, Tony. And it completely changes the way he felt about his father. And I thought that, yeah. that was really kind of awesome. Um, it doesn't really, you know, excuse the fact that his father was a dick to him. But, like, yeah. it's <laughs> it does add a little bit of... Um, of context to the whole thing. It, it does soften it a little bit, but um, I thought the final scene was awesome. I mean, like I I really watched it. I really, really, really looked at it and like stared at it and was looking for the visual effects to be dated or be like, man, this doesn't look real. This doesn't look like it's an actual suit of armor. I couldn't find it. And maybe I don't have the eye for it because some people who were like, oh, the visual effects in this particular scene were really, really bad. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. But I really like. I, I really paid attention to it last night, and I did not notice it. But overall, I thought the movie was good. I still think the first one's way better. Um, be, but the first one's like a work of art. The second one is just yeah. a, a solid action flick and a solid superhero movie. So, um, yeah. yeah, MC, take the take the reins, man. What do you, what yeah, do you no, think about uh, Iron Two?
1: Yeah, like for for I, I was in the same boat as you because uh, even before rewatching it again earlier today, um, I didn't understand why everyone always had this movie on like the lowest like whenever people talk about the worst movies of the MCU like it's usually the same crop of movies you see at the bottom you know Iron Man 2 Thor Dark World The Incredible Hulk etc right and like i felt like i was confused because every time i've seen Iron Man 2 I'm like well i like i enjoy it like it it, it is a flawed movie and and like you say like some of the concerns that people have brought up about it like they I I don't disagree I don't disagree with them at all but I still have fun watching this movie um and I just I mean like it's it's very obvious that uh that choices were made creatively because it's uh like if this movie focused more on uh, like the, the whole sins of the father uh, angle that they were going with um, and, and didn't just like kind of focus or br- like really only have uh, Natasha and Fury there because, you know, the set it was setting up for the, the, the first Avengers film, um, then it probably would have been uh, like a much better film. And I think people wanted something that was going to be more in line uh, that, that felt more like a sequel as opposed to just feeling like, oh, this movie exists as set up for the the big movie that's going to be coming out uh, later. Um, but overall, I, I I enjoyed it. I I think even with its flaws, there are still some really great character moments. There are some great scenes in it. There's stuff. There's there there's beauty to be found among the the not so great stuff that exists in it. But but overall, I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah, one hundred percent. Same. Um... Let's go to our guest, Miss Um, As somebody coming coming into this new, Juan, we didn't have you on the last episode, so also like give me kind of your take on Iron Man as a whole, since that was the first one, the first one of the MCU movies, and you you did watch them in order, correct?
2: Yeah, well I am, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. How I'm how not, far are,
3: how far are you are you into them now?
2: Um, I think that we're at the end of phase two. Oh, I okay. Have to, I'd have to look at the spreadsheet. Again.
3: <laughs> you, have a, you have a spreadsheet. That's awesome. Okay.
2: <laughs> but I will say that I think Iron Man might be like I like Iron Man, but I think it is one of my lesser favorite, like superhero storylines thus far. Okay. That could change. But as of right now, I just I think a lot of people right now have a sore spot with billionaires. Yeah. (laughs) And I I recognize that it, it, like, the story is, like, unfolding with, like, the government wanting to, like, use his technology in the military and him kind of being like, I don't know about all that, but... I will say, like I said, Iron Man is not my favorite, but I do enjoy the movies. And I think kind of going off what um, uh, MC said, is I think that I enjoyed it because I did know that it was setting up for the Avengers movie, and I think they did a really good job setting it up for the Avengers movie. So... um, I did like the first Iron Man better than the second one, <laughs> but I, I mean I've enjoyed both of them. But it is okay. my lesser favorite.
3: <laughs> I mean, and that's and that's fair too. Like it's and that's something I didn't even take into consideration because I saw them as they were coming out and like you know what I noticed last night and I didn't notice before and watching it, fucking Elon Musk is in the second one. Yeah, yes, he is. And I just like. The first time I saw it, I didn't even... I was like, oh, Elon Musk. Yeah, that's the guy who does something. I don't fucking care. And then, like, I watched it last night, and I'm just like, ugh, he's in this movie? God damn it. Yeah. Like, it's... Right, So so that that feeling of disgust that we've all started to feel towards Billionaire, like you said, like, is is a real thing, man. Because, like, fuck all that bullshit, like...
2: I'm also just, like, not... I think, like, with the first movie and like, seeing his, like, weapons of mass destruction being used, like, overseas, and all of it to me, and like I said, I know that that's not, like, that's not his, like, story arc, is, like, him being this evil government, like, weapon. I think that the point of it is that he's not doing that, right?
3: (laughs) Yeah, and like he he has a conscience, is what it is. Is he he's yeah. just been li- he's been living it up. He's like, man, I get all this money that off of the work of my father, right? Um, and now I'm starting to realize what what these things are actually used for, and I'm going right. to do something about. it.
2: And like, I don't know if it's just me. This might sound this might be a little bit harsh, and everybody here knows that I'm definitely someone who thinks that people can learn and grow. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, wow, good job. You're not. Uh, <laughs> being a horrible person, I guess. But like, he's a superhero and is like seen in this. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Iron Man.
3: (laughs) And and I think that's fair too. Like, and and again, too, like with the context of you're watching it now, as opposed to like, when we were all, when we all started watching it, which was, you know, God, what, 20 years ago now? No, no, 12 years ago, I'm sorry. Or actually, I guess it's 13, it was 2008, right?
2: I think it was 2010. Was it? No? Oh, yeah, for the second one, it was two thousand. Oh, but, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, I mean, as just, like, you know what? I'm going to watch a movie. I think they're great movies. But as you guys know, I'm trying to get more in-depth feelings and knowledge about the MCU. So that's and, where those come from.
3: <laughs> and, and that's what we appreciate about you. <laughs> Rambo, what say you about uh, Iron Man 2, Electric Boogaloo?
0: Um, I think... I, I think that it's one of the worst of the MCU, and I think the problem there sounds like it's a bad movie, and it's not. Um, the, the problem is that the MCU, the level of quality, is so high across the board that when anything dips in quality, you're like, ah, oh, it's terrible. Um, and as we've discussed many times on, uh, on the show, like there's no nuance anymore, particularly not online, so, so so everything's binary either it's great or it's terrible um I loved it or I hated it um and there's no room for it was okay I liked it it didn't blow me away it didn't change my life um but uh I like the the biggest problem I have with it I mean like the the end fight is very much just like hey now we have an evil version of the hero um and you know it, the even with the threat being high in volume, in terms of like the, the drones, there doesn't really seem to be a palpable sense of danger. Yeah. Um, my biggest problem is the cowardice shown by Disney in not doing the Demon in a Bottle story.
3: Um, yeah, That's Oz. the
1: source material, right? 100%. Or, yeah.
3: Was Disney running the show yet? Because oh, yeah. 100%. At the beginning, at the beginning of that movie, it definitely is the Paramount logo because I noticed that last night. Paramount distributed it. Paramount okay. distributed it. Um, no, the the Disney by Marvel. I'm just looking it up right now. Not that I don't believe you. I'm just sure. Like that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, this is still. It was still Paramount. No, August thirty first, two thousand nine. So yeah, they would have had some say in it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, Disney just they weren't. They were not going to allow um, one of their mainstay superheroes to be an alcoholic, which. Okay, well, why would we have consequences? Like, we are, he's already a war criminal, but now we can't have him boozing it up, even though that's in the movie, too. Right. Like, right. that's.
2: Maybe so, it's because Disney are war criminals. It,
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're like game recognizes game, basically. Right, right. right. <laughs> it's this, I, I mean, and it's unfortunate. Like,. I, I fucking love
0: Iron Man 3. I know a lot of people find the be very divisive. Um, but I am all, also curious what we would have gotten because the reason Favreau didn't do the third movie is because Disney was like, no, you can't, you can't do that storyline. Because um, that was supposed to be the whole point. The whole point of it was, Tony's alcoholism gets out of control and he you know, you it just gets tripped away from him. and I think like yeah. Armor Wars is probably gonna be the fourth movie or the third movie. Um but yeah so that's a bummer. Um I as much as I, I have a soft spot for the whole Howard Stark you know reflecting on, on on his relationship with his son, it's a it's a little too little too late dad. Like and not not even that, like hidden away. Like the only way Tony would even know that his dad felt that way about him is to go through this fucking junk, garbage like film reel yeah. from the 60s. It was
3: <laughs> a fu- it was a fucking puzzle. He had to unlock a puzzle just for his dad yeah, to be like, yeah. "Hey, you're you're pretty all right, kid." It's yeah. It is. It feels very much like you know, prove yourself again, you little shit. Um yeah. I can't so even either. do this in public. I can't even say that I love my son in front yeah. of other people. I have to yeah, hide it right. in a in a '60s film. Re- yeah, exactly. Like in the outtakes, in yeah. the outtakes of our film reel.
0: Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's it is it is not without its flaws by any means. Um, but I think it it works pretty well overall. I think there's some interesting themes in terms of like, um, well we talked about uh, uh we talked about the Creed movies before on here. Um, and there's there's some parallels between those two movies. Is you know you have the the guy who both two, you have two men who who are in the positions they are because of their fathers, um, good and bad. Uh, you have the two of them working to uh, to, to reach their maximum potential, um, despite very different circumstances and the the grace one has and the the obstacles the other one faces because of that. Um. yeah there, there's there's definitely some some bold strategy in, in terms of like what we're gonna explore and how we're gonna do it uh, and it's also like it's a darker movie than the first one um, that's that's been a thing that has been pretty consistent I've ter- I've seen in terms of uh, negative reactions particularly early on is um, when the movies dip into like less like Less sort of like brightly lit fun stuff. People are like, "This is bad," um, but uh, but yeah, no. I like I said, there's. I don't think the MCU has made a single bad movie. There are movies that are not as good as others, yeah. uh, but we've yet to receive an actual like that was a that was a shitty movie. Also, some of the fans have a real short, uh, real short memory, um, and and part of this is due to the just just sheer age of people. But uh, every MCU movie is better than nearly every comic book movie. Like the worst MCU movie is better than like the some of the best comic book movies from before the MCU. Yeah, yeah. I like agree we with got that. some cool, cool boy. We got some some <laughs> real flaming secrets. piles of shit. Yes. Um,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I want to say that it's interesting to me that you brought up how they strayed from like the alcoholic like dependency thing yeah. because i think i would have liked it better and the story arc of iron man and all of that i think i would have liked it better if there was some sort of element like that in the movie yeah which i yeah, did not know was know. part I actually of have it.
1: A, i have a quote from this screenwriter uh about that because uh, uh the screenwriter justin Thoreau, i think i think so his last yeah, name yeah that's right yes Thoreau did write that script yeah and he he had, he had a quote this is for, this is from when the movie came out basically saying uh that they deliberately stayed away from it quote demon in the bottle works really well in the comics it's a great gritty storyline it just doesn't transfer the film we didn't want to be the leaving Las Vegas version of Iron Man 2, even <laughs> just a little bit of that can, can completely dominate a story. Jeez. We have Tony drinking in the movie. We have him out of control. We have the self-destructive t- ticking clock. That's how we landed on this illness. That is the metaphor for a man who's running out of steam and needs his friends to step up. Whereas if we ran right towards the demon in the bottle of the story, nobody wants to see Tony like that. We realized in a comic you can have one keyframe where it's a guy drunk, but in the movie it's got to be a big scene and it's got to be addressed. And a 13-year-old kid does not want to see drunken Tony. Which,
0: again, we already still have in the movie.
1: Right. We, ha- we have a scene
0: where now A-list superhero Iron Man wets
3: himself at a fucking a party. Right. <laughs> so like yeah, that, and then, I, I can and then that. screams at the crowd to scare them off. I hear
0: that quote and I'm like, man, someone wrote this for you. Some somebody in PR wrote this for you, and it was it was required that you say it. Um, right. I could be wrong, but it feels very much like this is a requirement, not this is my opinion. Right. Um, and I remember there being a lot of talk at the time about how, like, Favreau wasn't happy about that. And, I mean, and, and like, a similar thing happened with, um, you know, fuck him, but with Whedon and Avengers. Like, Avengers was, Avenger, uh, Age of Ultron was an incredibly difficult movie to make, and a lot of that came down to studio interference. And, um, I mean, we've, you know, there's no shortage of, of creators that have butted heads with Marvel. um ava de was gonna do black panther and yeah. and she like you know they were like no you have yeah. to do this this, and this and she's like Edgar i'm Wright right
3: was down to, to do uh, was set was gonna do ant-man yep.
0: yeah um so yeah you know for better or worse these are these are things that have happened but again like i i think iron man 2 is a fine food fine film um i like the earlier version of whiplash we get as opposed to the later version of the movie
3: um, he's, all, he's like all armored out and shit yeah,
0: yeah it just it's, eh, like hey it's an Iron Man armor but it has whips like okay um, yeah yeah I, I, I you know I think yeah I think it suffers from uh, trying too hard to set things up and they definitely got much better about that as the movies progress Um, but, uh, but yeah this is at the very least it is not the, the movie I dislike the most of even
3: these three, so I'll put it that way. <laughs> I do want to point out though that like what is lost in this is fucking Sam Rockwell chews the shit out of every scene he's in in this movie. Like I want to he be is. Rockwell. I grow up. He when he is putting all the weapons on the war machine suit, like that scene is so goddamn funny. Like, because I'm wondering <laughs> how much of that was ad libbed because he's just making shit up about weapons. And it's so it's oh, my God, like it was so funny. Like uh, it's like he, he was such a good, bad guy because he's a piece of shit and you hate him. But at the same time, too, he's kind of likable. So you're like, I can see why this guy is in the position that he's in. Like
0: it's he's still
3: Sam Rockwell. There's no getting uh, around that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, enjoyed, I like- enjoyed him in that. um. I'm trying to think of the other things that I really, like, took away that I really enjoyed. Like, I feel like you give him that disease that the um, the palladium – was it palladium that he was using for the core? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, the palladium sickness, basically. Like, it, it takes away the punch of him and the substance abuse stuff. Yeah, because like yeah. I get I get why he, why he has to do it, okay? Like I understand why they're doing it. And like you get this chance to like like sort of kind of make amends with the ghost of your father that you had to, you know, sift through all of his old shit for some reason. Um but like yeah, it does take away the punch of it because it's no longer about Tony Stark becoming a better person. It's right. about tony stark unraveling a mystery that his father left for him so like if you took that out of it and it was just i'm with jess man i kind of wanted to see demon in a bottle because then it becomes about like this flawed hero because it would have been the perfect arc look he's on top of the world everybody loves him everybody thinks he's great he's snarky at these press conferences and these like uh these uh subcommittees for um the department of defense and shit like that and then we see him just like fucking lose it in front of everybody. I I think that that would have been a really, really, really good story. And... I'm not going to fault Disney for that, okay? Like, I get oh, yeah. why Fuck people him. do. Yeah. So go ahead. And I'm like, yeah, and again, too, I'm not saying, I'm not, like, defending Disney or anything. I get why they did what they did, but... Mike I, is
2: sitting there with his Mickey Mouse ears on. Make
3: sure he's still getting to Disneyland later this year. Hey, don't, don't judge me, man. The last thing I need is to show up at that fucking place and they'd be like, we heard what you said, dickhead. And I'd be like, great. Thanks, Rambo. Um, <laughs> you have only a slightly magical time. You don't get a Rice Krispie Treat. Fuck you, Lumsford. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, like, I I get why they did what they did. I don't agree with it. I think it would have been a more powerful story. You can tell a substance abuse story, and it just makes the character, one, more relatable, two, but he makes him more heroic, too, because he overcame some shit that a lot of people have to overcome. So,
0: There are arguments to be made for, like, well, you know, because...
3: He needs the
0: the arc reactor to live, and that was a choice. He had to like think around it and use sort of his innate power of, of of his own intellect to get around it, and blah 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 blah. There's you can you can you can argue circles around it, but at the end of the day, alcoholism, um, the 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 addiction is not a choice, but the abuse of alcohol is, and it's much more heroic to have a problem that you. Are, are chemically addicted to something and you choose not to use that substance than it is to be like, oh, I'm dying of cancer uh, or I, you know, I have some, some, some horrible disease that I now have to figure out how to fix. Like that's, it's not the same. It, it it's, it's, it becomes less human and more superhuman. And.
1: Cool. Well, also do.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it, was just, it was a great opportunity to to follow through with the idea of like we are making tony uh, we're giving him feet of clay like we're, we're making him be more of a human being um uh by having him like admit and deal with his own addiction as opposed to like a a side effect of a thing that he did to save his own life like that's not like he didn't he didn't start drinking to save his life like right. that, you know, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't like, okay, finish this Jameson and then we'll let you go. Um, it was I have to, I have to make this, this, this choice with this, with you know, with these machines, uh, in order to, you know, be able to live as opposed to like, well, you know, I get sad sometimes, so I drink.
3: All well, right, and like really, truly, what you could have done too is like the whole. You take the whole need to create a new element thing out of it. Let's just say you just completely remove that, right? And, like, he cleans himself up. And in cleaning himself up, he's basically, like... You can still have um, fucking Fury come in and, like, like read him the riot act and be like, Listen, asshole, you're not going anywhere until you get your shit cleaned up because you're now a liability. Mm -hmm. Like, they literally have the same conversation. They just take out the whole palladium poisoning thing. So, like, he's there left to his own devices trying to clean himself up and he still finds that shit from his dad and like it's 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 him coming to grips with it because why did he turn to alcohol in the first place i mean jesus christ like disney you're welcome where's my million dollars it's it's it's
0: such a better and more engaging
3: story yeah
0: and
2: like i agree
1: yeah and And, and like without spoilers um since jess hasn't seen beyond phase two how do you guys think that would have affected his overall character arc between that and where he ultimately ends up at the end?
2: Also, Dude. I do I do just want to say spoilers are fine for me. A lot of these movies have been out for so long. <laughs> so, don't feel like you guys have to like hold back on that. It's not it will not ruin the experience for me whatsoever.
0: <laughs> okay. Can you imagine Tony having to deal with the PTSD and fallout from Avengers? And not wanting to take a drink, and not yeah, being able I, to, yeah. not being able to, like, like that. Oh constantly, yeah. Constantly, like having having that that specter of like, you know, you'd feel a whole lot better if you finished this gin and tonic.
3: Like, that's not only that, too, so much heavier and so much more engaging. Not only that, too, in Ultron when um, Scarlet Witch is fucking with him. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. 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 You you add that into the equation, like, oh shit! Now all of a sudden, Which, like, hey, yeah.
0: God damn it. In 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 the comic for Avengers Disassembled, Tony is addressing the UN, and as he's going out there, he's suddenly drunk. He doesn't know why it's happened, he just knows that it's happened, and so he now has to give this speech, drunk in front of the United Nations, and he now has to deal with all of his, te- his teammates and friends being like, What the fuck, man? What, did you have a martini before you went out there? I thought we were done with this. And he's like, I didn't. Like, I I didn't do that. It, it it just happened to me. Um, yeah. No. There's there was so much more uh uh, uh creative. Um, like it so much like, more like rich fertile like soil for for creative mining there as opposed to like oh no it was the weird poisoning thing. Okay. Yeah.
2: Sure. Also like with obviously with like the limited things that I know I feel like having somebody in like active addiction does create like this dynamic storyline where it is like you said like having to deal with I really want to drink right now but I know what's going to happen and also like you said like dealing with the PTSD and all of that I mean I think it adds another layer that people can if not empathize then sympathize with Of being like wow that really sucks in this like hero that they've made him out to be without that storyline like I think is a little bit more just one note from what I've seen so far
3: yeah I mean it also does show the progression of Disney slash Marvel in the MCU because as the series continues and as these movies continue they do some things with characters that they probably wouldn't have done and, like, I'm, I'm talking about Thor, basically, which is the perfect segue for us to go into that movie. Obvi- like, Jess, you haven't gotten to see him yet, but, like, they, they do some things with Thor's character later uh, in the MCU where they take some risks that could have backfired on them but were better yeah. for the story. Uh-huh. And, honestly, like, again, I think maybe they're growing. I mean, maybe they're learning. But, like, again, too, we're, we're also talking about a nameless, faceless corporation. And, as I've said in conversations <laughs> with you guys, like – as somebody who works for a corporation, I'm kind of like, hey, but there's a side of the corporate that you have to understand. But then at the same time, I'm like, man, fuck corporations. So like, it's <laughs> there's a yeah, I, I can get, yeah. like, I, I understand why they made the decisions they made. Like, yeah. it was a,
0: a, it was a corporate decision in terms of like, we don't want to sully this this very um, exploitable character and and copyrighted item we own um with this very human problem. Um if if Iron Man is like if if Batman is addicted to heroin, it's less likely we'll be we'll sell as many
3: toys. I get right. it. Still, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> I would buy a I would buy a heroin junkie Batman action figure, man. That'd be cool. <laughs> you gotta put something in that fucking belt. <laughs> So let's talk about Thor. Um, Thor's interesting. So I, I enjoyed the movie. Um, I don't have too many critiques of it other th- I really don't. Like, and I know that, that a lot of people do. Um, I'm looking at it from the face value. I'm watching this movie. I don't know much about him other than he's the god of thunder and, like, his dad's Odin. Like, and it's based on Norse mythology and, like – it turns out that they're actually aliens and that's they came to Earth and yada, yada, yada. Uh, like, fine, fuck it, whatever. You know, cool. Let me watch this movie. And like, I didn't. It, it was fine. I enjoyed it. Um, of all of yep. them, of of this phase, of these three of the phase, I would also say that it's my least favorite. Um, But that's because the one we're going to talk about after this, Captain America, is like my absolute favorite of all time um thor was okay it was fine it was a good redemption story it was a good setup for the character it was a good starting point for where this character goes and then seeing all of the movies for thor now it gives me a good like this is where this character starts this where this is where he ends or this is where he's at right now and i think that's it's not bad so let's do this we'll go in reverse order this time rambo go ahead and kick us off then we'll go to jess um and then we'll go to mc uh, the
0: Thor movies up till Ragnarok are the weakest additions to the MCU by far. Um, the first movie, uh, there are some. The, the first movie, all of the parts work really well. Um, like Loki's reaction to Loki's whole arc in that movie is is really good. Um, his reaction to finding out he's adopted or that he that that something is up with him and that his father's been keeping it from him has a real element of, like, proper tragedy. And considering Kenneth Branagh is a Shakespearean actor uh, who has done a bunch of Shakespearean adaptations, it makes a lot of sense, uh, Branagh being the director. Um, and you have two uh, uh, two Shakespearean actors delivering, the, delivering these lines in these scenes uh, in, in Hopkins and, and uh, Hiddleston. Um, the problem with Thor is nothing happens because the story... No, nothing happens uh, uh, because the, because they should happen. Things happen because the story requires it happens. Um, there is, for me at least, there's no feeling of a naturally leading to b. A just goes at b just comes after a because that's how the alphabet goes. Um, <laughs> Thor doesn't really have an arc in that story. Yeah, he's a dick. He 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 gets. Gets uh, Asgard into some trouble, Odin reacts to him, sends him to Earth, and then from the moment he's on Earth, he's no longer an asshole. There's no arc. There's no change. And that bugs the fuck out of me because Thor has one of the most clearly defined story arcs in superhero comics. In terms of him having, like, the whole point of him being sent to Earth is he has to learn humility. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll even backpedal a little bit on that and say, when he first, first gets there, he is a little bit of a jerk. He's a little bit disruptive, but no more so than anyone else would be in that situation. Uh, the second he meets Jane, he's like, "Pretty girl, okay, I am nice man now. All right, <laughs> great." we're supposed to think that when he sacrificed himself for his friends via the destroyer, that now he's worthy, but why? Like, what happened between there's a real simple thing that they could have done that could have covered a lot of this ground and made up for a lot of these issues that I have with it. And it's to say, uh, it also addresses like the whole, uh, are Asgardians really gods, or are they just aliens? Because they are aliens. Um, time works differently on Midgard versus on Asgard. Um, so whereas on Midgard, it's been... you know, Whereas on Asgard, it's been like a couple days. Maybe it's been a couple years on Midgard. So Thor's stuck on Earth for like, you know, three or four years. And he has to, like, find some Joe job because he has no fucking marketable skills, but he's a big, strong guy. So they're like, great, you can work construction. Um, and he has to live as a normal person for a long time because what happens in the movie is he's there for, like, three days and he makes one sacrifice and suddenly it's like, okay, you're good. Everything's fine. <laughs> um, all it
3: took. It was easy, you know?
0: Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's, it, that, it really <clears> bugs <throat> me. Each individual scene... Um, like like Hemsworth and Hiddleston working off of each other in the whole like you know when Hidd- when when Loki comes to Thor and says like you know the father's dead, um or or he's or he's sick like and you, and you can't come see him you have to stay here forever. There's some like genuine, uh, uh like heartfelt emotion in that scene, but yeah. in the context of the movie, Meh. Like it's it's not bad, but it's not great. Um. Yeah, it's 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 frustrating because that movie had a lot of real potential, and it just doesn't really hit the way it should. Um, so yeah, it's I I think honestly Thor is probably my my least
3: favorite of the entire MCU. I gotta give you this man, like I was for the most part, I watched the movie. I was like, yeah, this is fine because it's going somewhere, and I'm I'm good with that. But like the points you make are fucking valid, dude. Like. Yeah, he didn't really have to do anything. Like it was like, "Hey, Thor, when you drink a cup of coffee, don't smash the coffee cup on the ground." Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. So am I am I worthy now? Yeah, you're his good. response. Right. His response would have yeah. been like,
0: "Who are you talking to?"
3: I am the god of right. thunder, you piece of shit. Yeah, like yeah. He did fetch me another drink. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like exactly. he sh- like there's 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 no he doesn't have to do any work. Like the, like they have a fucking cute in the desert. And then suddenly it's like, well, we're clearly in love with each other. The end. That's the whole story. <laughs> like, I, and I'm,
3: uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here just for a second. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm choosing Darcy. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of us are. Yes. I mean, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, hey, N- Natalie Portman is is a lovely woman and a wonderful actress and a, and a beautiful person. However... Darcy. I'm team Darcy. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Jess, give us your take on Thor. Like, what did you, what did you think of Thor? What
2: was inter- I thought that I would enjoy it a lot because I feel like from my recollection, this is kind of the first superhero that came from any sort of, well, not came from, obviously, but like it's Thor is in mythology like in uh, Germanic, uh, Norse mytho- mythology, yeah. right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and that's very interesting to me. But I am a hundred percent. It felt so flat to me, probably because of that. But for the exact reason that you guys were just saying is that he did not react in any sort of way that I feel like. a a a god known for being arrogant and you know um like god of lightning and thunder and storms and all of that like would react like you said it's like oh i shouldn't do this okay that's fine (laughs) and that that's exactly how i felt about it where i was like this seems very passive and as somebody who Obviously, I know that it's, like, setting up for something else. I think that you should be able to watch especially the first movie in a superhero's arc and be like, this is so good or, like, this is so interesting to me without knowledge of what's going to happen that I, like, enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like, that I can enjoy it on its own. As, like I said, especially not being a sequel or furthering the plot of Thor's storyline. But for me, I was just like, this is, it's just not what I expected going into it with the very limited knowledge that I had of Thor. Yeah,
3: I mean, and I think that that's, I think that's fair, 100%. Like, I and, also and,
2: hate the fan base of <laughs> Thor and Loki. <laughs> Uh, hate that. So, Hang
3: on. G- give us a little bit more here. So, like, I need, I need more context, like, just in general of okay, the MCU so movies, say, or
2: no, 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 of, of specifically Thor and Loki. And I don't mean fan bases and like people who are just fans of Thor and Loki, I'm talking about the people who like ship them in an in incestuous relationship. Oh, and okay.
1: well,
2: it is a, a very, thing? yes, it's a very that's large a thing. Yes, fan fiction for Thor and Loki. Yeah, it's.
0: Oh, I mean, it's technically, horrible. they're not actually related. Ah, oh, so. gross, Rambo! <laughs> Come on, Rambo! Come
3: on.
2: Yeah, no, and it's like, I mean, maybe it's just because of my age, but when these You're movies first came right. out, that's all I saw, like everywhere, and I was like, I never want to watch this. I don't know what this is.
3: <laughs> oh man! You know what? You know what? you don't need. Uh, you need to stop with the North Norse mythology. You, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like it's. I mean, like, people should have a hole? Yes.
2: <laughs> well, right, but it's kind of for this. It was on the level of like Rick yeah. and Morty fan base, where oh, like if the it, fan base didn't nice. like, I don't mind that show, and I've watched the show, but like hearing oh, yes. people talk about it who have these hot takes that i hate um really they're, ruined that for me
3: <laughs> they're one and the same it's that it's that office meme with pam where it's like tell me the difference between these two pictures they're the same they're
2: yeah. the same like, picture
3: <laughs> yeah it's no i get it and like fan bases ruin shit for me all the time because people are fucking assholes but yeah no i'm 100 I'm with you i didn't even think of that aspect of it because honestly i'll tell you one of the things that makes me uncomfortable about these characters is, and it's this, I ran into this when I was making the logos um when I'm on, on my art project, I was doing international logos, like I was doing, so like Olympic style hockey, right? And I got to Germany. Here's the problem with German imagery. Um, a lot of it is associated with Nazism and it's really hard to find unique German imagery that doesn't have in some way, shape, or form some Nazi shit going on with it too. So that's the same thing with Norse mythology too, is Norse, Norse mythology. And again, it's not all of it. I'm not saying that to anybody right. who, who believes in that. But like a lot of Norse mythology was co-opted by um, white supremacists, was co-opted by Nazis. So like automatically you got some sh- some baggage with that shit. So it makes it not difficult, but it, it there's some extra there's some extra shit going on there that like makes it uncomfortable. But, like, honestly, the best part of this movie is what Rambo pointed out, in my opinion, is that, like, the interactions between Loki and Odin, Loki and Thor, are fantastic. But overall, when Thor is just on his own on Earth, what the fuck's going on there? Like, and then on top of that, too, Rambo, you just fixed this movie. You literally just make it so that <laughs> on on Asgard, time is going at, like, you know, for every day – it's like six months on earth and you have him have to have a job and like mm-hmm. basically just give up on the fact that I can't be Thor. Cause I'm no longer yeah. worthy.
0: I will never be able to go home.
3: Yeah. And, like,
0: and he, yeah, and God, and he could, he could be Donald Blake. Exactly. You could, like there's, there's so many ways to fix this that, that requires so little effort. And yeah, honestly, when he, when he go when he breaks into the, the base, and he tries to let me and he can't do it. He just gives up. Yeah. He just gives up. And and that's it. And he just resigns himself to the fact that, like, okay, I live here now. And yeah. it's it's over the, like, he, you could have him living with, uh, with Dr. Selvig. You could have him, like, slowly, like, him and Jane are slowly developing something. Like, she's slowly coming around to him. Because he was such a fucking dick when they first met. Yeah. But instead, it's just like, "Oh, you're very attractive. Yes, you are very attractive. Yes, let's be very attractive together. Like, come on, Come the fuck on. Like, I don't, I don't care. This is this is what pretty people do. They they, they kiss. Yes. Which like I use. get it. I fucking understand. <laughs> if I looked like either of them and met the other one, yeah, let's do let's do things to each other. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty. You're pretty. Eh? Can... <laughs> but yeah, it just there's
3: that's there's... not how you got your significant other. That's how I got Sandy. I mean. Like... <laughs> I
0: use those exact words. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't—they don't make you care about anything that happens. Yeah, and the individual performances are very good, and those individual scenes are very good, but the movie as a whole, as a whole just doesn't gel for me.
3: MC man takes on uh, on Thor before we hop into uh, the best of ob- of all of the movies, obviously. I mean, I'll, I'll keep it brief. I
1: mean, this this movie is great background noise whenever i'm doing literally anything else um it is (laughs) like i I mean like i like i'll say like in watching it uh this morning like i did like i did it i did like it but i again i also agree with everything that both rambo and jess have have said (laughs) have said about it because this movie really does just feel like stuff happens the movie and it, it really, it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like they went into this movie with an understanding of who Thor was, who Thor should be by the end of the movie. It's literally just like, hey, we, we have this guy and he's just, just two hours of stuff happens. He's here. He ends up there. No powers. Cool. Just there for like three days. Oh, now he's worthy. Awesome. Back home. Wrecked just bunch of stuff happens and that's 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 just kind of how I felt like I, like I found myself looking down at my phone during various points of this movie and not feeling like I missed much of anything by not not watching the screen or anything so like it's like it's okay it, it's it's not something that I feel like I would uh really want to revisit uh not, nothing that I would watch like This would have to be a, you know, I'm sick and can't find a remote. Oh, hey, the last channel I was watching Thor is on. Well, okay sure. Um, Like, I I don't really feel that great about it. And and like, I agree with Rambo's point about the Thor movies being the weakest, because honestly, um, my MCU introduction, the first movie I saw was Thor and it didn't really entice me to go watch the rest. Um, it it wasn't until I eventually saw Iron Man that it was like okay okay yeah now I I get it now when I actually want to want to watch the rest but yeah like it it was just okay um, and you know having watched this I'm not I'm not excited about you know the the sequel that I know we're going to end up covering but I'm happy that you know <laughs> that uh you know that they did go they did make the changes that they make by the time that they get to Ragnarok uh simply because Thor is a much more likable character. Uh the, the Ragnarok was a fun movie. Thor's arc uh front you know through Ragnarok and then Infinity War and Endgame is also fantastic. And you know, Chris Hemsworth was gonna walk away from the character until Ragnarok happened. So because yeah. of how because of how like lackluster these first two movies were um so yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. Like it, it's it's a cool, I guess, origin whatever, but it 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 could have gone in so many different directions and been a been a much better movie.
3: Yeah, a couple little fixes. This this movie's flying high. So yeah, I'm 100 percent with you. Let's talk about Captain America. Um, I'm biased. It is <laughs> it is my absolute favorite origin standalone. Like, I would say Captain America 2 Winter Soldier is the better movie of the of the Captain America series, but this one is my favorite, you get to learn where this character came from story. Iron Man is really good. It's probably better than, um, than Captain America. It's the better movie, but this one's my favorite. And um, just to kind of kick it off, like, I, I love what this character stands for, that it's it wasn't about like the biggest and the strongest, who was the one who was the one that we're gonna deem the um, the the template for the super soldier serum. It's the one with the most heart. It's the one with the the purest soul. The one like who has the right mentality. And like nobody wanted to pick him. It was it was the immigrant, honestly, who picked him, and like he saw that, and like it showed, and that showed up in the in Falcon and Winter Soldier too, that like. Don't let government people make decisions about shit It's basically like the lesson <laughs> that we get taught is like they don't know shit about shit. And this is one of those stories where, like, even when he's a man out of time, even when he gets to the future and in, 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 in subsequent movies, he still has that same pure heart. He has his moments where you're just kind of like, wow, some outdated shit you just did there. But like. He's a good person, and it's it's a really good lesson, in my opinion, that shows that, like, yes, just because somebody is from a different era and a different time doesn't mean they can't change. And, like, it's a really good lesson for all of us, you know, because how many times have we – and not just the four of us, but just in general, you hear people make excuses for people who are, oh, they're from a different time or, oh, they're they're older, so they don't know any better. It's bullshit. Fucking Steve Rogers was frozen in ice for 70 goddamn years, and he came out, and he was fine. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start with Jess. Jess, what did you think of Captain America?
2: I will say that I think that I like Captain America more than Iron Man 2. Um, when I watched it, I like his that storyline. I can't look at Chris Evans' face without thinking of Lucas Lee and Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> so that's kind of... <laughs> that was a little interesting even though he is very much clean shaven and doesn't look like lucas lee i was thinking about it the entire time but um i like it i do like i so i i know this is an mcu and i don't know if this is going to sound like geeky ignorance so let me know if there's something i'm about to say but i feel like you have like superman because superman's dc right
3: yes
2: yeah, so you have Superman, but I feel like Captain America is kind of like that equivalent. Like, they are like the... I mean, Superman was an alien, is an alien, but um, like the all-American type superhero thing. Again, I know that Superman is an alien. <laughs> but... Well, I mean, no, you're they do,
3: right, yeah. They, do share, yeah. they do share a common lineage, though. They're both technically immigrants. Mm-hmm.
2: Fair. So I feel like this is like marvel's like good boy superhero if you will and but i like his storyline and i like that he is genuinely like a good person who it stands up for you know everybody and so that's what i liked about this one i think that i was just bitter at iron man too. i'll be honest but i did like this movie and i was actually very interested in this movie so that's my thoughts.
3: <laughs> MC, what about you, man?
1: Um, well, uh, I think I've said this before uh, when we when we've talked about this movie. I, I don't remember when, um, but this movie was was probably the one movie after rewatching it that I came back around on. Sorry, I had a cough. Um, no, you're
3: fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh,
3: well, thank you That's that. This
1: is the uh, this is the one movie that I came back that I came back around on, because I I've always said that Captain America of the of the um, of the, uh, the the movies that that do have trilogies that it's it's very it's easily the best trilogy just off the strength of the Winter Soldier itself. And then also like civil war, uh, even though it's like technically an Avengers film or technically captain America film. Um, but I always thought like the, the, the first one was just kind of, you know, it was, it was the weakest of the three and like, it, it was just, it was just kind of okay. Um, but after, after now having rewatched it, uh, I think this is my third, third or fourth rewatch. Um, I've completely like come off of that opinion and, I mean, this movie is awesome, and and, and honestly, it's I, I would say it's it's probably neck to neck with Iron Man one for my favorite from Phase one, um, and and I, I think it's 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 a fantastic origin story, and it really does uh, set up Steve's character, and ultimately what ends up being Steve's arc for the entirety of the MCU, uh, just based on based on this movie itself, um, it's it it has everything. It has everything you could want in a in a in a in a superhero film from, from the set from the the setup, some good action scenes, some good dialogue. Um, I'm gonna bring this phrase back. Uh, some scenes where you could see that our, our boy Steve has the juice to say the least. <laughs> like that, this like the scene with the secretary. Oh yeah, uh, and, and played we, by uh, fucking
0: Lady Marjorie from
3: yeah. uh, from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Natalie Um, Dormer, yeah, she was like a hero, and he's like, I'm, I'm just doing my job. I I, I, don't know.
1: (laughs) I mean, like that, that, that whole sequence was hilarious, especially when he was like, you know, how do I know that you and Stark aren't uh, fondueing? doing (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's, it's just great. Like even, even just the setup for like with, with, uh, for his, uh, his, you know, his romance. Uh, with Peggy and like and then ultimately you know with what happens at the end like it's just awesome and it 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 really makes me this movie really made me really appreciate kind of how how cap's story ends uh because it really does completely come full circle and there's just some really great callbacks you know uh, when when you're at the end to things that happened in this and yeah like i i i just i very much enjoy this movie this is a movie I feel like i can easily. I, I can rewatch this, like, at any point. This is the opposite of Thor for me. Like, if, if this movie is on, yeah, I'm probably going to watch it. Um, And if I meet people who have, some I haven't seen it or whatever, like, okay, yeah, let's watch it. Like, I'm I'm down. Yeah, yeah I, I I very much, uh, I'm very glad that my opinion on uh, this movie and on Cap as a character, like, has changed over
3: the years. Because this movie really was great. Yeah, I I Couldn't agree more. And I think of all of the movies, there's a lot of moments that are really like, like heartwarming or heart wrenching. But when he wakes up and he realizes that it's been 70 years and, and um, Nick Fury says to him, like, you all right? And he goes, yeah, I just realized I missed a date. (sighs) Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was some shit.
0: There you go. That carries fucking weight. Yeah. There's like they don't even have a kiss in that movie, do they? Yeah. One. Yeah, they have one uh, in the car. And then you look at you look at Thor, and they're just like, you know, fucking bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for each other immediately, and like there's no you don't there's no development. It's just there. And with uh, uh with Peggy and Steve, like they're like that comes to fruition
3: like that builds yeah it's totally organic mm-hmm yeah and it's and also too you saw like at various points like she would before he took the the serum she kind of looked at him and she's like this, yeah. this is a really good dude and then all of a sudden he goes from a really good dude she was just like Owen, oh. Owen, oh. goddamn!
1: <laughs> Look at this dude. Like you was... saw, as soon as he came out the chamber, the first thing she tried to do was touch touch his his bare chest, she was, which uh, is an ad lib. Oh
3: my! Oh, that is an ad lib. Like, that was a- not
1: in the script. <laughs> she just that was the first time she had
3: seen
0: him in that shape, and she was just like, "Oh, I oh. um," <laughs> which like, hey, fucking mood, like, <laughs> oh, oh my word, oh. like, goddamn. <laughs> Steven, you've been eating your Wheaties.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad that that got paid off in the long run. That was one of the things that like I always hoped for him for his character, and I, I still, I still hope we get to see it. I still hope we get to see, like, because how fucking wholesome would that shit be of like Steve Rogers and 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 Peggy Carter living in the '50s together, just doing white people shit like it's, yeah. we're going to the grocery store today and then also kicking some nazi ass like i mean that would be i would i would be all in on that like sitting yeah. on the floor in front of the tv with a big bucket of popcorn let, let's do this shit like, like an
0: undercover blues but it's steve rogers <laughs> oh <my> god. <laughs> peggy yeah. Un- yeah undercover red white and it's, blues
3: yeah let's my watch name that, yeah. is muerte <laughs> okay morty thanks for calling yeah <laughs> <laughs> My I name fucking
0: is love you, yeah. <laughs> I love that you know that movie.
3: <laughs> oh, God damn it. So, um, consensus across the board. Everybody everybody was was all all for Cap. Uh, Rambo, we, have we gotten your comments yet? Not yet. Um it's, you, buddy.
0: Yeah, it, it, it might be my favorite of the MCU. Um, it's certainly my favorite of these three. Um, it's a fucking Indiana Jones movie with Captain America and the Red Skull. Like there's this, there's all this cool like adventure stuff and, uh, Evans fucking nails the character, um, as this sort of like bright eyed, aloof, like, you know, I'm just, just doing my best, ma'am. Like at all times, (laughs) um, Jess is absolutely right in terms of like cap being Marvel's Superman, uh, by way of like, you know, big blue boy scout doing his best, uh, just wants to do the right thing and help everybody as well as he can. Um, and they both exemplify like the best aspects of humanity. Like Steve, you know, er- Erskine is hundred percent right. Steve Rogers um, is, go- is, is the best choice for, for Captain America because not of what, not because of, of, of what he's able to do, but what is in his heart. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, it's also like the foundation for why uh, uh, John Walker does not work when he gets the super soldier uh, serum because at his core he's not the best possible person he could be he's a broken man who is suffering from a lot of ptsd and you know was thrust into a spotlight he really shouldn't be in um and yeah no that that movie like hugo weaving is chewing scenery left and right uh his fucking accent is based on Werner herzog's <laughs> great uh so you get stuff like welteries. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Um, like the makeup looks great. Uh, the you know, and and they got the perfect person to direct that movie, Joe Johnston, um, who like probably the most famous movie he did before this was The Rocketeer. Um, also famous for designing Boba Fett. Like, uh, uh, like Joe Johnston knows his shit, and he knows how to make a a like a period film. Uh, and yeah, it's really fun. And there's lots of like little in jokes and things. And, and, um, like the fact that you can see the original human torch Android, uh, at the world fair when they, when, when Bucky and, and Steve first go go on that date, um, you know, little shit like that. The fact that the, the soldiers that Steve goes to bust out are the howling commandos. Um, yeah, it's, it's just fucking marvelously executed across the board and it's so much fun and so sweet and funny and um it it feels the most superhero-y of all of the the mcu certainly early on um and uh yeah it's just it's a great time like the i i feel like it exemplifies the the you know let's have a good time watching this movie um uh aspect of the mcu both early on and like like really sets that tone in terms of like not just this is a story of redemption for a billionaire um but you know this is a proper superhero story and yeah i i fucking love that movie
3: yeah the same 100 percent. and it it sets the tone i mean like it's it the next movie is avengers correct uh, yeah, yeah. They they did a really good job of, of setting the table for for what was coming. You got all of the the main the main pieces that are going to be there. You know what's coming, and like, yeah. I mean, it's still to the, to this day. Like, I I you know a movie's good when like they do a lot with a character, or you know a character is good when you see him a lot in a lot of different movies, and you don't get sick of them. Like, mm-hmm. I've never gotten sick of Captain America. Like, in what we've seen, as far as Chris Evans is concerned, he has done nothing where I've just been like, you know what, man? Like, why don't you take some time off? Like, that's kind of <laughs> what MC was alluding to when he was talking about uh, the Arrowverse. Like, I fucking love Barry Allen as, that's played by. Um, why am I blanking on the guy's name right now?
1: Grant Gustin.
3: Thank you. Yes, like, I. But true. now, like, I'm kind of like, all right, Grant, why don't you just take a seat, man? Let's see what Ezra Miller can do. Like, it's – yeah, it's – that's rare because, like like, we, like we were saying before, people kind of got sick of Thor for a little bit until they fixed it with Ragnarok. Even Hemsworth was sick of it. Um, I think Robert Downey Jr. is probably a little tired of doing Iron Man um, because he did it so much. I mean, like, wasn't that kind of the consensus with that? But then there was also all of the Ike Perlmutter shit too, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. 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 Perlmutter is garbage. Yeah, uh, and, but I wonder, and I wonder how much that influenced. I wonder how much that influenced with his feelings on playing Iron Man.
0: Oh, I mean, I don't know. I yeah. I know that that it, uh, you know, Downey definitely took a stand when when Perlmutter and and Disney at all were like, yeah, we are not going to give people. We're not. We're not going to renegotiate contracts. Fuck you guys. You get what you get. And it's like, yeah. these movies are making a billion dollars a piece. Like, come the fuck on. No, fuck you. And Danny's like, great. Well, I can always leave. <laughs> and Perlmutter tried to call his bluff, uh, which almost certainly would not have been a bluff. And and yeah. uh, Kevin Feige was like, ah, uh, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because that, uh, that was part of the reason. I think Feige also threatened to quit. And that's when Marvel was like, all right, all right, all right. let's let's uh let's calm down here let's let's um, not go getting crazy
3: yeah yeah i mean so ultimately like this is i wouldn't say that this is the best phase but like this is kind of one of those phases that i love watching the most because like everything gets introduced everything was new um but i love the perspective that jess brought to this too where it was like yeah. Okay. Cool. It, it's kind of hard to feel bad for a billionaire at this point, you know. Like, so <laughs> sorry, Tony. Fuck off. Um, and that's a really good point. That like, yes, these movies for the most part are timeless, but there is some things that don't age well. And sure. I, I would tend to agree with that for sure. Um, but yeah, next up we got. I gotta see what's what's phase two. Phase two. Well, we have to.
1: Are, are we doing an episode on just Avengers by itself? I mean, I that's so. the, that's the technical
3: end of phase one. Okay, I think we kind of have to, don't we? Like, we got to talk about the Avengers. Um, well, okay, so that's the end of Phase One, and then what is, what are the movies in Phase Two? So Iron Man Three, Thor the Iron Dark 3. World, uh, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and Ant Man. So that's your Phase Three. So. I mean should we just skip thor dark world because it's really shitty no no we shouldn't we <laughs> no should we, we have to
1: do it God no fucking
0: I you it, so, honestly
3: man. i think it's a better movie than the first one really yeah
2: wait you okay. said that's phase three for you guys no, that's phase Two. Oh, okay 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 yeah. sorry no okay I, yeah. just, I, wait, thought I... I mean
3: iron man three is in phase two so the numbers yes. get kind of yeah get kind of mixed up okay um that's a movie, like just a preview, a little bit. Iron Man three, like that got shit on pretty hard, and I, I kind of really liked it. We did. I <laughs> thought it was, I thought it was fun, dude. Like it was, it was, it was interesting. It was unique. They did some shit with it none of the other movies did. But like, we'll get. Rambo's
2: like, just wait, I will ruin it for you. No, 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 no. What the I,
3: I love Iron Man three.
0: Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like I, I. I think about all of the angry fanboys who were like, I can't believe they did that to the Mandarin. Like, oh, you mean the yellow peril character? That character? (laughs) Chinese people are bad. Yeah, exactly. Also, like a character you've never given a shit about. Like, how much have you really thought about the Mandarin? (laughs) Like, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're, you're a fucking Mandarin fanboy. You're eating your Mandarin cereal out of your Mandarin fucking cereal bowl today. Wearing your Mandarin T-shirt. Fuck you. such bullshit it's such nonsense like there was a similar thing that happened um, funny enough in Avengers disassembled uh, when Hawkeye got killed and there was this big hoopla this big uproar like oh my god I can't believe they killed Hawkeye it's like seriously are you the one Hawkeye super fan fuck you just you're full of shit Um, there was a character you never gave a shit about and funny enough that character gained a lot of popularity after the fact but up to that point, it was like, yeah, Hawkeye, was he's a guy. He's, he's a guy who wears a lot of purple, and he shoots, shoots bow and arrow. That's cool. Um, but,
3: I don't know. Fucking, fucking nerds love the bitch. They, just, they love to complain. Yeah, they do. And it's just, it, yeah, you're 100% correct, because there was that Avengers game that was on Super Nintendo. You want to know what character nobody ever fucking picked? Hawkeye. <laughs> he's lame. But whatever, man. I'm like, okay, cool. Great. I can play as Robin Hood. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, he's a cool, I, li- I like what they did with him in the MCU. I mean, he was a lot of fun, I think, in the MCU um, just because of, like, the immediate, like, he's taken over by Loki and, like, yeah, no, it's, it, it, yeah. We got to do a whole episode on, on the Avengers. Um, or you know what? We'll do that to be, like, the, the joiner between us. We'll do that one and then we'll do Iron Man 3 and then ugh, Thor The Dark World, I guess. Um, yeah. So those would be our next three.
1: Wait, I'm sorry, I missed that. Say that, say that again? The next, the next three are which ones?
3: Avengers, Iron Man 3, and Thor The Dark World. Those are the next three that we uh, we view and discuss. So yeah, stay tuned for that. But I think that that is going to wrap us up for this episode of uh, At The Diner. So I want to thank uh, our guest, Miss Jay Dilla. I want to thank MC Brooks. I want to thank James Rambo, as always, for being awesome contributors. Like, this website is, doesn't exist. This podcast doesn't exist if it's not for uh the people that are on this podcast right now so i wanted to thank you guys as always for doing what you do but also too we, we don't exist if it's not for the people that were uh, that are listening and subscribing and sharing this with their friends so thank you all very very much every month we we just keep doing amazing things as far as like subscription numbers and that's all because of y'all so we appreciate you very very much um on that note uh be safe hey we're starting to see restrictions being lifted mask mandates are not as uh strict as they used to be. Um, a lot of people are getting vaccinated, which is a really, really good thing. But make sure that you're still washing your hands, using hand sanitizer, wearing masks inside when applicable. But of, of course, to remember, we're almost through this, but we can get through it together because together there are no heights that we can't reach. Have a great night.
2: You put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet.